0: The magic of all that I am and all that I do could never be contained within the 150 characters of my Instagram bio. Welcome to the Woke and Worthy podcast. I'm your host, Jess Kwasny, intuitive business coach, healer, and spiritual junkie. My mission is to empower and support entrepreneurs just like you to build a legacy, not just a business. The life of an entrepreneur isn't always an easy one, which is why my goal is to help you navigate the seasons of life and business. From the breakdowns to the breakthroughs, I don't spare any details on this roller coaster ride of being an entrepreneur. Here, we are unapologetically relentless in our pursuit to build badass businesses and even better lives. Each week, we are diving into all things mindset, energetics, and the strategies that you need to grow your business to over six figures. Let's dive in. Hi loves and welcome back to Woke and Worthy and as always excited to have you here with me today and I'm I'm really excited about the concepts and the topic that I'm going to be expanding upon over the next couple of weeks and what we're getting into is everything to do with niching niching however the hell you say it, tomato, tomato, right? Same thing. And if you have been in business for any period of time, if you are an entrepreneur in this space, then I'm sure you are very, very familiar with the common statements that you have to niche to get rich or the riches are in the niches or if we end up trying to, if we try to talk to everyone, we end up talking to no one. And so we've become... Almost, it can be very overwhelming thinking that we need, we must nail this one very specific piece in our business if we want to be successful, which is and is not the case. Like, if you know me by now, you know that if there are any business rules out there, you best believe that I'm going to be the one to break them. Hi business rebel over here, so if you are here, if you are listening to this podcast, then you've likely been feeling the same way, feeling frustrated about your niche, feeling like it's this missing piece to the puzzle. You're lacking confidence in who it is that you serve, and you feel like because you don't have your niche figured out, it's hard to feel confident in your business because you're thinking, well, if I don't even know who who I serve, how do I know who to talk to? And so, like I said, over the course of these next few few weeks, this is a topic that we're diving into so that you can get really freaking clear on who it is that you serve and have absolute confidence and clarity in knowing exactly who it is that you serve, no matter what you do. And so with this as well, um... If you are somebody, like let me know if this kind of sounds like you before we jump jump into this episode. But do you feel find yourself you're constantly changing your Instagram bio because no matter what you have put, it doesn't feel like you. And maybe parts of it do, but it doesn't scream you, scream you at least not in the way that you want it to. You or when you go and you have, you think you have it, like you finally nailed it, you have the perfect Instagram bio, you go to paste it in there and you're over how many characters you can have, right? Or are you scrolling on Instagram and some of the coaches that you follow or other people in your niche in your industry, you end up on their profiles and you just think, damn, that's it. They have your perfect Instagram bio and they couldn't have said it more perfectly if they wanted to. And now here you are feeling a little bit envious because they have your perfect Instagram bio and you don't know how you could take it and make it yours without copying it word for word. And you also don't want to be seen as a copycat, right? You want to be original. You were here to be your own original and unique brand. So it feels really freaking frustrating when somebody else is doing exactly what you want to do and is saying it in the perfect way that you want to say it and now here you are feeling like a fraud, feeling like an imposter, thinking like, oh my gosh, if I can't even figure out how to say what it is that I do, how am I ever going to be able to succeed, right? Or maybe you've even gotten yourself into a place where you end up thinking about your niche so often that you actually start You're starting to confuse yourself with who it is that you help yourself with. And this also kind of coincides with the last point that I had made where you start looking to other accounts to get inspiration to create your own Instagram, your perfect Instagram bio. But the only problem being is that you are picking and choosing the best elements from other people and that's lots of the times why your niche still doesn't feel like you because you're trying to copy and paste like cut and paste and take other versions of people and fit yourself into their own explanation of what it is that they do and you're just feeling so confused with what it is that you're doing right if you're like holy shit Jess you hit the nail on the head This is me, this is exactly how I'm feeling. It's so frustrating, I don't even know what to do anymore and I feel like I'm just confusing myself day in, day out, feeling overwhelmed, frustrated with who it is that I actually help, okay? I want you to stop right there. I want you to take a nice deep breath in. I want you to place one hand on your heart and I just want you to repeat this to yourself that the magic of all that I am, and all that I do could never be contained within the 150 characters of my Instagram bio. We're going to say that one more time because it bears repeating the magic of all that you are and all that you do could never be contained within the 150 characters of your Instagram bio. Okay. So let's just start there. We're going to wipe the slate clean. Fresh start, and I hope that I'm going to give you a lot more clarity, insight into who it is that you actually serve. Now, before we really start diving into this, I want to just give you a couple definitions and I want to preface this conversation that we're going to have here together. So, when you think about who it is that you serve, right, you probably hear that a lot, we hear it all the time, and who it is that you serve. I refer to this as sometimes I call them your ideal client, your dream client, soulmate, whatever it is that floats your boat and aligns with you. And really what we're talking about is your target market. And your target market is essentially that. It is your ideal client. It's the person or the group of people that you want to serve, right? And why it's called your target market is because in like plain simple terms, it's the group of people that you are targeting with your marketing, right? So every single piece of content that you write, the programs, the offers, the services that you make, every time that you come onto your stories, those those are all forms of your marketing and within your marketing, there's a group of people that you're targeting, okay? Okay. Now, niche. Niche, niche, okay? I'm gonna probably interchange it. Interchange? I don't know. I'm probably gonna say it a different way throughout this entire episode. So. Just fully preparing you for that. If you're like, God damn it, Jessica, just say it one freaking way. I can't and I won't. Okay. Your niche, on the other hand, is your area of speciality. <laughs> is that even a word? Also, we know I make up words all the time. So please, if you are listening to this, let your girl know is this actually a word? Or if I'm making it up, hi, we're just going with it. And so it's your focus, essentially, and how you help your target market, okay? Now, one thing that, so like, sorry, so I hope i will just going to put this into a little bit more context for you. So again, target market, we're thinking of your ideal client, the people or group of people that you want to serve, and then your niche is your specialty area and how you help them in your own unique way, Okay. Now, a common misconception that I find and what has been the case for myself, for many of our clients, and it has actually been taught a lot in in marketing and in past programs that I've been as well too, is that we're taught to focus on our niche first. And what I found when we start with our niche first is that lots of times we end up boxing ourselves in and we try to be so specific with what it is that we do, what we want to say, how we create our programs, our offers and our services that lots of the times we're trying to make our message fit our niche instead of the other way around. And the more that we try to fit our message to our niche, the more confusing that it gets because that's where we start to think, am I saying this right? Is this the right marketing? I don't know like how this is coming up um is just this overwhelming feeling of am i saying this the right way is this the wrong way you're probably not getting the engagement that you want and again we just become over focused and the best way that i can relate this to you is the same way that i've spoken about on previous episodes i'll continue to speak on episodes as well too is that i don't do content pillars i hate them i hate them i hate them i hate them so much and the reason being is because what I found for myself is that when we try to think, okay, I'm going to have a pillar that's going to talk about mindset and I'm going to have a pillar that's going to talk about spirituality and I'm going to have a pillar that's going to talk about lifestyle and I'm going to have a pillar about this. And then when it comes to writing our content, again, we get so consumed or overphyxiated with the fact of, oh no. Does this message fit in my content pillar? And if it doesn't fit in my content pillar, well, then it does it ac- actually work? Am I going to confuse my audience? And we become, again, overfixiated. Don't even know if that's a word. Fixiated, I definitely is. We become consumed with the fact of needing our message to fit into a box. And that's exactly what Content Pillars does. And what you are here to do, what you are here to say, cannot be defined by fricking content pillars. Content pillars are meant for your message to blend in, not stand out, which is why I don't do them. And I created my own system legacy statements. And what this is, is the the statements that you want your brand to be built upon. What are the words, what are the phrases that you want to be known for time and time again? And so things that you have heard me say all the time and will continue to hear me say, is that clarity over consistency every, any single day of the week. Focus on clarity first and consistency gets to be easy. The second thing that I always say, people buy from you first, people buy you first, your programs, your offers, and your services second. And the third one that's coming off the top of my head right now that you've probably heard me say, especially in the last couple of weeks is that we'll never be able to outscale the limitations within our minds, right? And so when you start to look at your content from that context. There's so many different angles and pieces of content and ways in which I can look at that from a psychographic standpoint of my ideal client for every single legacy statement that my messaging and my marketing is so dialed in way more dialed in than it ever could have been if I created content pillars. Okay. And so where I was going with that, because I know that was a really big tangent, but it's kind of the same thing that happens when we focus on our niche first instead of our dream or our ideal client is because we focus on this one teeny tiny group of people or persons and then we keep trying, we like hold ourselves back from saying all that we want to say, because we feel like it doesn't fit the demographic that we're serving. And so lots of times we're almost censoring ourselves. We're blocking our throat chakra. You're not expressing all of you the way you want to. And it can start to create a lot of resistance in your business when you are continuously watering down Or, and I know censoring sounds like you're censoring yourself, like how that's coming up for me right now. What you might be saying is, well, Jess, I'm not censoring myself, I swear, and I do all this, but you're not allowing the full expression of what you want to say be said because you think it doesn't fit who you're talking to. And this concept right here, I promise, will make a lot more sense when you listen next week because I'm going to show you exactly how to create your niche from where your ideal client buys and where they buy is from an emotional piece. And this is how I do my niche so much differently and why you will have so much more clarity, confidence in what you do and who you help. And also it allows us to be very specifically talking to one person without needing to segregate segregate them by their age, their occupation, by what they do, where they live or anything like that and it allows us to really open our message up to being able to speak to everyone that emotionally can connect to what it is that we do and who we want to serve with with, with again without limiting them. And so some really common misconceptions that I find with niching down is focusing on demographics. And honestly, marketing to demographics is about as old school as the people still trying to teach these methods. Sorry, not sorry. And so what I mean by that is quite honestly, you never need to know, and I wanna put the caveat here, like the parentheses and say, if this doesn't feel good to you, okay? If you wanna go ham and you wanna be super specific, then you do you. But I also want to have this conversation to allow you to open up to the fact and the possibility and the thought that you don't have to do it. You really do not. You do not need to know the age of your ideal client. You don't need to know what they do for work. You don't need to know if they have kids, what shows they watch, how they spend their spare time, how much money they make, where they live. You don't need to know any of that. And you can still get filthy freaking rich make bank do the work that has been on your heart to do serve your dream freaking clients because you will know them so much better when you focus on the psychographics and again that will be explained next week so remember every Wednesday, Woken Worthy is released. It comes out. Make sure you come back next week where I'm going to be diving into that more. And I did want to split, I wanted to split these up specifically so that this one is more of an introduction to the topic that we're going to be talking about next week. And I just want to provide you with context and a new way of thinking that might give yourself so much freedom and just a sense of and sigh of relief when you can stop focusing on needing to nail your niche and speak to one specific person, demographically speaking, okay? And so what I said already too is if it feels good to be specific for you, like if you want to target um, middle-aged women, if you want to target women in their late 20s, if you want to be that specific or if you want to, target um yeah if you if you sorry just I mean specifically with uh if you want to holy shit Jess sorry give me a moment to recompose myself here if it feels good to be specific then be super specific if you want to specify an age I help women in their 50s if you want to be specific with their career I help nurses If you want to be more specific than that, I help, what would it be? Emergency nurses, right? If that feels good to you to do, then absolutely do that. But you don't need to. And if it feels good to be more general as a brand, if you have decided that you want to be able like, and where this comes up is the whole misconception that you can't be a multi-passionate entrepreneur, or you can't speak about more than one thing. And it's not about the fact that you can't speak about more than one thing. It's about finding a way to do it. That makes sense for you. Because if you're telling yourself, well, I can't speak about money and I can't speak about content and I can't speak about, sales and i can't speak about lifestyle and i can't speak about relationships well no absolutely you can't if that's going to be the attitude and the frame of mind that you help that you have and lots of the reason why that happens is because we have really narrowed down what we can allow ourselves to talk about and here's where i mean how i do niching differently is that you as a brand are your own niche and there's a way that you can create your niche statement your mission your vision for what you want to do that it gets to be more brand it or more broad is what i meant to say it gets to be more general so that it can encompass all of the things that you want to do and then to be more specific you niche every single one of your programs Okay. So you as a brand get to be more broad. You get to talk about all the things that excite and light you up. And there's a way in which you can do it that allows you to speak confidently and also clearly communicates what it is that you do. And I just want to give you a little bit preface this for a story because for the longest time in my business, I did hold myself back from talking about everything that I wanted to be known for because again I was consumed by this idea that I need I needed to niche I needed to be super freaking specific it needed to be so so clear and I felt by doing that that I was boxing myself in and so like I had kind of talked about I thought there was no way that I could talk about spirituality about energetics about female empowerment healing inner work chakras spirit guides while also talking about creating content creating offers that we're obsessed with how to sell without ever feeling like you're selling and why clarity is far more important than consistency and so something that really really lights me up and i don't know if i've talked about this part enough but i'm pretty sure you all know that i am um i have my reiki level one and two I am a certified, I'm an internationally accredited EFT practitioner. So when I talk about mindsets, mindset and energetics and working through patterns and ways that we self-sabotage and limiting beliefs and really doing that deep inner mindset work that quite honestly is what impacts our business the most and then flipping it on its head and also being equally as excited and lit up about the conversation that I'm having with you here today about niching about like, we know how much I love content, like self-proclaimed content queen over here. I love attraction marketing. I love helping entrepreneurs ha- like have this idea for a program and how they want to serve and the impact they want to make in the world and having no idea how to piece it in a way that makes sense and fits together and helping them create an offer that they're so obsessed with. And more importantly, Aligning their messaging so that their messaging their content sells it out, right? So I Was caught in this kind of bottleneck for the longest time because I had all of these things that I wanted to talk about And it just never made sense to me So like I said, I thought there was no way that I could talk about all those things and if we follow traditional Bro marketing tactics and lessons and rules We would all think the same way, right? It's absolutely wrong. And I'm proof because I have built an over six-figure year business. I'm a multi-six-figure brand. And I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur. And if I can do it, I get to be the proof for you that you get to do it too. So that's why I'm here to call BS on this whole you need to niche to get rich. You can niche to get rich, but you don't have to be super specific to do it. And what really happened for me was the more that I tried to fit myself into a single niche, the more that I became a watered down version of myself. Like think about when you're in a restaurant, you get the fountain pop that you knew needed to, knew needed to be changed days ago. Hi, how would you like your brand to feel that way online? Yeah, nobody does, right? And the more watered down that I became meaning the more that I consumed myself with needing my message to fit into just one thing and allowing myself to do just one thing, the more I lacked motivation when it came to my business because I wasn't allowing myself to talk about everything that I was so passionate about and allowing myself to switch gears. And this is especially important for many gents because you guys are incredible and the way and in which your brains and minds work, like all the human design profiles are incredible. I love it. I It's funny enough, I would say about 90% of my clients are gens. and what allowing yourself to follow what lights you up, what excites you, allowing yourself to switch gears with that energy is so, so important. And when we're cock blocking ourselves with needing to only fit into one specific niche, how can you allow yourself to do all the things that you want to do? It makes it really hard until you follow my strategic way of doing it okay so what really changed for me was when i stopped thinking about how i could make my message fit and i started focusing on how to make it expand and so as i mentioned before what we can do is we can create a more broad statement for ourselves whether that be that be our mission and our vision and in our niche And so my mission is to empower and support entrepreneurs to create a legacy. And so how I envisioned this going and how I got so much clarity and what became my light bulb moment was this right here, because in that statement, the empowerment piece that encapsulates all of the shadow work. All of the healing, working with the shockers, doing Reiki, doing EFT, talking about limiting beliefs. this is where woke and worthy my my program fits into, which is really the woman empowerment program and working through the ways we self-sabotage and how we don't feel like enough and we're like regaining our our confidence and our own empowerment and the belief in ourselves. And on the support side, that's everything to do with the business side of things. So do you see how? It's still specific in what I do. I support or I help women empower and support themselves to creating a legacy. Okay? It is still very, very specific in what I do, and my niche brings that down even further. And so, Just give me one second to open up my Instagram. So my Instagram statement is helping entrepreneurs elevate their content offers and mindset so they can sign more clients online. Okay, there again, we talk about everything that I do that and that I love to do content offers mindset and in the mindset we talk about energetics and everything like that. So it's very, very specific. What does my ideal client want more than anything else? If I ask them that, they want to sign more clients online. How do I do that? Through their content, through their offers, through their mindset. So if women are feeling like I'm posting content consistently, it's not converting. Hi, my content is going to help you sign more clients online. If you feel like they've reached the next level in their business or they're craving to create something else, or they want to add another Um, product to their product suite, I'm going to help you with your offers. If you're feeling like, you know what, I am doing everything that I need to do and something's still not clicking and I don't know what it is, there, your mindset, I'm going to help you there. And so as you can see there, that still is a more broad statement. But when I get into my products, my programs and my offers. I can niche and be very, very specific there because when I launch Woken Worthy, which is completely mindset and energetics based for female entrepreneurs, I'm gonna talk about that a lot differently than Awakened Entrepreneur or my one-to-one coaching containers where we do add in the business strategy and we also have the mindset and the energetics as well too, but we talk about the business strategy. So I, they are, again, they're focused on a target audience, but they're each individually niched even more specifically so that I'm talking to one very, very specific person, okay? And so I hope this is just opening again, your mind up to the possibilities of what's possible for you and the fact that you don't have to have it all nailed down. It doesn't have to be so specific that you can't talk about everything that it is that you want to do. and this actually is what ends up getting you into the position where you're where you do find yourself questioning what it is that you do and who it is that you serve and this is why I love absolutely love going back to the basics of really really defining your dream client your ideal client and focusing on your target market and the reason being is because everything that we do in our businesses is built for our target market. Every single thing that we do, it's not for you. It may be for a past version of you, absolutely, but it really is focused on our dream clients. And so if we're only focused on the niche, the niche, the niche, the niche, without first focusing on our target market, we're missing out what is really really crucial and what brings you the sales and it's from this same concept from the same practices practice of really really knowing my target market my dream clients that I'm not kidding you I can say this with confidence that I know my ideal clients sometimes better even than they know better than they even know themselves it's the same reason why I've had people message me consistently all the time saying oh my gosh I feel like you wrote this post for me. Or feeling called out when on when I say something on my stories, they're like, whoa, okay, did you say this to me? And I absolutely didn't. But in the same sense, it was written for them because I know them that well. And it's the same fact while well, you and I never have to do market research. Now, I do do would say I do market research passively in the sense that I will put up polls and I'll do certain things like that in my stories to get feedback to see that I am on the right track. But this whole concept that you have to sit down and you have to interview people and you have to do months of market research before you can ever create a program is absolute fucking bullshit. And I would actually argue the fact that if you do market research to create your next program, because you want to make sure it's what your audience wants, you're going to end up finding yourself finding that it doesn't sell. And it's because it wasn't created from a place of inspiration, of energy and spark and passion for what it is that you want to do. You were trying to fit your magic to your market instead of create your magic and market it to your target audience. Your energy is everything in business. Truly, truly, truly. So again, I know this was, this was more of a conversation about the nitty gritty of what we're getting into next week. And I promise you ne- next week is going to be a lot more tangible, a lot more, not that this wasn't tangible, but a lot more. Okay. Show up pen, paper, let's get down to business. Let's get down to work. Give me the tips, just Lego. Okay. And what I want to leave you with, if You are somebody who is really lit up by this conversation. If you're feeling like, yeah, you're hitting the nail on the head with where I'm feeling with my target audience and having no idea who it is. I feel like I look at my bio and it doesn't feel like me. I lack confidence in who it is that I serve and the more that I lack confidence in who it is that I serve, I question what I'm supposed to say in my content and so I'm not creating content consistently because how can you create content consistently when you don't even know who you're helping? I get it. I absolutely get it and that's exactly why I created my masterclass fuck the niche still get rich and in this masterclass what you're walking away is I'm helping you gain complete clarity on exactly who it is that you serve no matter what it is that you do so whether you're a coach a healer a mentor a service provider a network marketer it doesn't matter I got you I'm going to give you the key to creating content that converts every single time. We're gonna dive into common misconceptions of niching down so that you can avoid them. I'm giving you the most important question that you need to know to nail your niche. And we're also going into the three must-haves to creating a niche that doesn't just sound good, but pays good. And at the end of doing all of that, the end of this masterclass, we are doing step by step together. I'm giving you a process to create an Instagram bio that you are so obsessed with. And so that's gonna take place on Tuesday, June 14th, 3 p.m. MST. The link is in my bio for that masterclass. It's only $44 right now for the next two weeks. June 13th, it goes up to $88. You're gonna have lifetime access to this. So anytime that you pivot, anytime that you wanna release a new product, offer, service, anything like that, you can come back to this over and over and over and over and over again. So really what you're walking away from this is an Instagram bio and absolute clarity on what you do, who you serve, and a bio that screams, this is so me. So. Go grab that right now. The link is in my bio. It's the very, very first um, link that you can click there. It will also be in the show notes, and I can't wait to serve you on that. It's gonna be so freaking good. Honestly, probably gonna end up being two hours, jam packed QA. I got you. So, if anything from this really resonated for you, I promise you this is not an event that you're going to want to miss. Again, loves. Thank you, as always, for being with me. I appreciate you so much. I hope you have a great rest of your week and we will see you next week for another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Woke and Worthy podcast. I hope that this episode has helped you in gaining more clarity and confidence to start taking massive inspired action in your life and business. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would take a second to rate and review it. Each review helps us to help more entrepreneurs just like you create a life and business that they are obsessed with. And don't forget to take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories, and tag me at I am Jess Kwasney. We'll see you back here next week.